are back with another episode. How you doing, Bart? Doing pretty good. I know. Just it's... realizing I just looked outside and realized, oh, it's snowing. And it's like, yay. I have There's more snow. I haven't looked. All I got going over here is my dog keeps licking her ass. Yes, my dog is an ass licker. <laughs> Stop it! She's sitting in the chair behind me licking her ass. I don't know why, but she does. <sighs> hmm. Got some crazy stories. We found some fun stuff and survived another week. And I can't believe this month is like half over already. And yeah, I more than half. Mm-hmm. I can't. Well, yeah, month in for me is next week. So yeah, this is the middle of the month. Then we get our short months, and mm-hmm. it seems like 2020. You never knew what day or anything it was, and then like three months would pass. And something tells me this year is just going to be super slow. Oh, I know. Last year, because it's like, well, we did this. And if, if, you know, it felt like we did it just like a week ago. And it'd be like, um, no, honey, that was like a month ago, two months ago. <laughs> I'm like, what? But I keep, I keep getting like really confused. Like, wait, it's still January? I feel now, like. Granted, it... again, like you said, next week's we, the month's end, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of hoping we actually get more than two seasons this year. Very much. I actually want a spring. And that just go from snow to winter. Or, well, winter into summer and vice versa. I actually want seasons. Because it was cold way too long last year. I didn't get my stuff planted till way late. Although I think my Brussels sprouts are still trying to grow. Even though it's winter. It's, they probably got enough sun. And they're trying the 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 way those winters been. You know, you one week we've had you know really warm weather, and then the next week it's freezing for six days. Well, they're not. They're probably really confused, mm-hmm. and you know, trying to grow. Well, they're not very tall. I think because the door, the 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 container they're in is very shallow. So, and the leaves are down, folded down over top of the Brussels sprouts themselves. But I looked at them, and they look like they're actually attempting to get bigger. So I don't know. I'm just going to let it go. I mean, it is winter veggie. So who knows what spring will bring. We'll see. I mean, there's nothing messing with them. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get some more. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't really, really, I don't know. I need to attempt to just stick everything in the ground and get it out of the... I'd like the waist-high tables, but they're too heavy to move, and... That's too shallow, but it's been fun. I got a ton of tomatoes last year, and I was happy. Cassie was too, cause she's a pig. But anything else? Anything else? Anything else? We do anything fun this past week, other than just work and work and work and work. <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing is just constantly working, um, and you know, just seeing. I have been gotten. I have gotten a little further along on my. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe jigsaw puzzle, which I realized I was apparently punishing myself by buying. That's that really big one, isn't it? There is literally like 600 colors in every little spot. And it's hard to tell what the design is supposed to go to. That would be kind of hard. Yeah. This morning, I looked at it and it saw... Oh, all this parts, all these parts go with um, one character, and then it was like, no, 
that's not Thanos. These all go to Ultron down here in the corner. And it's just like, why do they all have to be literally the same color on some of these characters? I don't know. And, but yeah, it's been that one's been driving me crazy. But it's like, you know what? I think it's a twenty dollars well spent if it can take me more than a day to do. I remember I've had too. some puzzles lately that I'll get done in a day or two, mm-hmm. and then try to force myself not to take it down to do another one. I remember make, doing a couple of those with my grandma. We just sit there after dinner and and put one together. I haven't done a good lord. I've not done a puzzle in a long time. I mostly have just been reading. I've been reading way too much, I think. Which is what I need to get back to. I have finally dwindled down my pile of books, and now I need to finish all the ones that are still in the pile. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So, uh, speaking of reading, we have some stories to read to you. Yeah, um, well, even with uh, Florida Man in Jail... There's some craziness still going on, even though with COVID and the lockdown, it's not stopping this. I think it's just steaming it ahead even more. But this first one, this first one here, it is um, actually a ghost story. We haven't had one. Yeah. Of them in, we haven't had one of them in a minute. No, um, we haven't. And I think a lot of them, I think, if people have been so focused on world events and actually focused on the thing on everything dangerous around them that they haven't really noticed store and you know ghosts out in front out in front of them where they are mm-hmm. but this one here it says scott's capture airy photo of ghost girl in white nighty at the um at uk's most haunted hotel um but this one here um, in the picture, in the caption, it says, The pair um, spotted a girl with long, dark hair wearing a white nightgown, staring ominously at them through a window. And, like, this is really creepy. Because it almost looks like a reflection, but it it doesn't at the same time. Yeah, you but th- you, can, you, you can make out the hair and... Oh, yeah, you can see the details. Like I said, it's almost a re- like a reflection, but you would, if it was, you would see someone. You would see the person standing there with a can with their, you know, a cell phone or whatever. Yeah. And they're not. They're just standing there. I'm trying to figure out where her her hands and arms are. They're down, like the one on the left. It looks like it might be in front of her, and then the other one, her her right, might be because that could be an elbow sticking out, maybe. But yeah, um, two Scott's hotel guests captured a chilling figure of a ghost girl, um. In a white nighty, um, Amanda Redock and Mary Elliott from Clackmash Manshire, not sure, I'm completely butchering that, uh, visited Liverpool's Adelphi Hotel pre-pandemic uh, when they made the eerie discovery. The pair had decided to take a video as they explored the corridors of the Edwardian building which dates back to 1914 and is linked with paranormal behavior. So this is kind of like a couple of the hotels that we have here. You never know what you're going to find. Um, yeah, it was correct. only when their pals looked back at the footage, they spotted this spooky figure. But yeah, that's even more creepier that it was caught on video and not just a, you know, a, a camera, you know, a regular camera. Yeah. Especially again, like you were saying, you know, it with something like this. If, if it was a reflection, you could tell 
you know, hey, I could see, you know, where the person taking the photo was. Mm -hmm. But yeah, looking at this, it looks like she's been spotted in the past. Just your neighborhood friendly ghost run around in her nighty. But yeah, they've attracted a lot of ghost hunters and and things in the past. But yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of creepy. I've seen some it different is. stories of people catching uh, pictures and things in the in the um in mirrors and things like that. Remember the ghost pirate? Which ghost pirate? Um, it was I think it was I'm thinking it was Florida or Louisiana. It was one of them where. It was a bunch of uh, f- you know, females, friends, and they were in the bathroom. Because it's not unusual in bathrooms, men, women's, there's always a lot of mirrors, right? Yeah. They were taking a selfie and there were a whole bunch of them. Well, there was a mirror they were looking into and a mirror behind them. They took the picture and it, you could see behind them and in the, in the mirror in front of them, staying behind them was a male. And he looked like what you could consider... T- would think of as a traditional pirate you know the white like white tunic with the, ch- the front open a yeah. little bit undone staying there but if you look at the other mirror you can see the backs of the females but you, you don't see him and he's been spotted throughout the this hotel in other like um wedding pictures like people standing there getting their picture and he'd be in the background hmm. that was a they considered him a, a ghost pirate i don't know if he's an actual pirate but i think we've talked about that one it's been a minute I think if there's a couple ghost pirates out there, it's about one that the lady married and then divorced. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, this is an actual, actual ghost. This isn't ghost relations. This is a, a apparition that's been spotted in um, several different pictures. But that's creepy. Having taken a picture, and it's in this mirror, and then in this picture, but, but not nothing, in the other, but yeah. not in the mirror behind you, and it's not you know there's nothing there. That's creepy. And then being spotted in throughout the hotel, and top it all off, it was in the women's bathroom. That's creepy. And it wasn't like a shadow or anything. The bathroom was really bright and well lit. You know, it's a bathroom. Yeah. It's not McDonald's. It's not going to be all dark and shady. It was brightly lit. So, uh, yeah. And talk about brightly lit. How about some glowing <laughs> rocks? Yes. Uh, on a Michigan beach last summer... Somebody made a discovery of among the among the pebbles on Lake Superior Beach uh, was a glowing rock. Uh, it says this rock was unlike any other, a fluorescent orb, uh, which the person later later named a uperlite. Uh It looks like lava glowing through the cracks in the earth. Uh, just coming out of the lines on this small rock. And it really it looks like, from the photos in this article, it looks like it's just a rock sitting in a lava pit. But all the rocks around it are perfectly cold. It It is really cool and creepy at the same time. Uh, yeah, I, apparently this isn't the only rock out there like this. It definitely, uh, the person who found this one started collecting others. Uh, by the bag full and has sold them online. Uh, it says Mich- that- I say, I want to go to Michigan. Want to come with me? We'll get some rocks. <laughs> I make some jewelry out of them. I guess he's used a black light to search for these. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting and scary at the same time. And I get, and uh, gem specialists have noted that he is def- this is definitely new. It's not something that people have found before. Uh, yeah, so this should be there along 
there in Michigan, along the beaches, Lake Superior, you know, you might find some. Or, you know, you go to go online and buy them. According to this guy, um, the uh, Michigan Michigan State has uh, has classified the rocks. They've stated that they're cyanide class containing fluorescent sodalite. So yeah, it's a, I mean it is really pretty stone. Yeah, but we're gonna go from rocks to trees. This is one I think you found, and I'm like, what? Yeah, this is like, and when we're talking about this, we're gonna talking about real trees yes i read the comments on here and people were talking about you know what their tree is like a couple years old yeah no this is real do not eat your plastic tree unless you know you want a stomach ache but hey that's up to you but since christmas you know is is over and all some people may still have their live christmas tree but uh here it says you can eat your christmas tree here's how how to do it um the picture is kind of interesting, but I find it kind of gross at the same time. I don't know why. Maybe just because they made the fish very, very red. Yeah, I thought I couldn't tell what kind of meat that was. Yeah, it's 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 fish. Um, but yeah, uh, where was it? No, well, I guess people can eat. You can eat. Like I knew pine trees, you can make gin out of, but I didn't know you could actually eat it like i knew i know you can eat the um freshly sprouted um ends of the pine trees when they first start they first sprout where they're just real soft and real baby but i didn't know you can eat the adult um uh pine needles but here it I says didn't either uh they've got a it's she's got a recipe book um and they started the they started she started this project with a friend in 2015. Um, and they were just looking for, you know, curbing their, uh, what was it, their um, carbon footprint. Uh, and then they said they started a supper club to cook up the recipes with Christmas trees. Uh, but a year later, her, her friend was very pregnant and decided she didn't want to be in the kitchen anymore. So she ran the project on her own with the annual supper club, which actually sounds kind of fun. Just not sure about eating a pine tree. Supper club for the rest of the rest of the years until 2019. Each year the recipes change, and she wanted to collect them. She enjoyed cooking, and um, thought it would be better to share them outside her kitchen and spread the word a bit beyond the 25 people she's hosted. Um, leading up to this project, she um, initially wanted wasn't weren't sure if people could eat their Christmas trees. What do you, you know, what do you think? I didn't know either. Uh, she had been thinking about this for a while and, um, and don't know, she didn't know why it was so weird because, you know, what they eat, they forage so many different yeah. plants. So why not? Which makes me wonder, I wonder if, um, our ancestors would eat pine trees. I know the pagans would bring them into the house in the winter time. Um, you know, boughs, branches and stuff. So I don't know, but said any Christmas trees isn't going to save the earth, but this book draws on the idea that you just need to start thinking about how you want want to reuse, recycle, and reappropriate re- um, everything, and that includes your Christmas tree. And I understand this. It's a good way to, yeah, like, you're not 
at the end of the season throw just taking the tree and throwing it out to the curb for the garbage men to take away. Well, oh, she's got Christmas pickle, Christmas tree pickles, and there's recipes, Christmas tree and ginger ice cream. I the fish recipe I was looking at and realized and I guess, you know, when you have four pounds of fish for the recipe, when having over a pound of sugar, it it looks like a lot, but I'm guessing with four pounds of fish, it's just a really big recipe. But also a pound of salt. And that is a lot. Well, looking at this, because a lot it's all in grams, and then maybe it was just their um conversion. Well they have cup they have you know, how to measure it in cups, too. Right, right. But, I mean, it could just be the conversion. But, well, four-pound four pound fish alone, that that's a big fish. Yeah. Um, no, I, that's a little much. That almost sounds like someone that doesn't like the taste of salmon, so they're trying to cover it up. If you have to put a pound of salt on it... I mean, unless you're going to cure it... Yeah. And, and then... Because you could cure it in salt, and then you you know you clean it off, and then you do whatever with it. Oh well, but, I guess it does say Christmas cured fish. That's a little too. I don't know. But still, that is a lot. Well, if you would like to try this recipe and let us know, please, we'll have it all posted on our Facebook, and you can let us know yeah. if this if is you still, a if good If you recipe. still have a Christmas tree that you need to use for anything, that is a live tree, not your plastic yes. tree. Don't don't get those artificial sparkly branches and try to eat those. Unless you want to poop glitter, but that's up to you. They they do have stuff for you to eat that you can poop glitter. You don't have to eat a fake glittery tree. But speaking of crazy ice cream, I uh, yeah. I, if I'm gonna do pine, I might as well just do gin. Like okay, ginger ice cream, cool. Why do you need spruce needles? I have no idea. I rather do. I'm gonna do ginger. I rather do like a citrus. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe I need to make my own cookbook because <laughs> I literally just I grab this and grab that, and here's dinner. But how about this amazing animal? Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures, and I don't believe it's real, honestly. A blunt-headed burrowing frog, native to the drier parts of mainland Southeast Asia. It spends most of its life underground waiting for rain. And they've their shape is specifically for burrowing and conserving water. When you look at the size of this frog, you will understand how it conserves water. It is fat. It is fat. Um but yeah, this recently started hitting Twitter uh pictures of this rare this quote unquote rare frog. Uh, that apparently just people haven't heard about. Um, so no one really believes that this thing is real. I'm looking at the eyes. Oh, it's real. <laughs> it's creepy. In fact, the second one is like, yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> but can you imagine if it does, if it's as big as it is, it has one of those really weird, like, screams? Yeah. Like one of the other ones that we've seen, we've done stories on where it's got a really weird scream. Well, it doesn't really have a neck. You know, like when you see most frogs, they have an they have enough of a neck to uh, you know to rib it. Dude, it, it it's um oh what is it? It's a whoopee cushion. It's a whoopee cushion with arms and a face. 
exactly what. It- and of course, one person identified uh, this as a blunt-headed burrowing frog puffing itself up for, for, for protection. Of course, they had to take a picture of its butt. Uh-huh. It's got a button dimple and a butthole. You can see it with its legs. It is a whoopee cushion. I still think it's it looks like a it looks like a whoopee cushion. I don't know. It looks like a stone looks like it's stone. But I mean if it's gonna burrow in, it's not gonna be moist. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely it's big enough for to conserve water, especially if it's underground most of its life. Um crud. It's a baby Gamera. That's what really? it is. Why not? It just hasn't grown into its shell yet. It's a baby naked Gamera. <laughs> I think that works. It's creepy. It's cool, but creepy. It, oh, it's creepy. Speaking of creepy, of course, we found some Florida story. Not Florida man, but Florida men. This is creepy and disgusting all at the same time. But I guess, you know, maybe maybe people did this back in like forever ago, but hey. Um, <laughs> Florida men robbed graves of veterans because they have strong spirits. Uh, <laughs> two men are behind bars after what deputies say was a grave robbery of ri- ritualistic purposes, targeting veterans' burial sites because the spirit is much stronger in a hero. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, the deputy says they broke into four separate graves and took body parts for, from each person. During a news conference, um, the detectives served a search warrant at their home where they found a shed with religious shrines and seven skulls. Uh, we served lots of search warrants, but for the first time that he was aware of, um, they found was a Apollo... Mombi Shrine, uh, Ritualistic Altar. Um, So I'm I'm going to say maybe kind of voodoo-ish, maybe. Um, Before the men uh, vandalized the grave sites, the detectives said they drank Bacardi rum and spit it out on the ground. They would smoke a cigar and then exhale the smoke, which I would think you would exhale anyways. I don't know if you would swallow that, but hey. The purpose of that was to protect them from the spirits. I'm going to say they drink enough rum. Yeah. Three of the tombs raided belonged to members of the armed forces. Two were in the army fighting in the Korean War, World War One. So these guys were in the ground for a little while. While the other was a Marine, still wearing his uniform at the time of the raid. When asked about why a hero's grave... The one said, because the spirit is much stronger in a hero than it is in a normal person. Also said, when uh, you had the skull of a hero, the spirit is not only stronger, but it can protect you from evil. The fourth person was not in the armed forces, but was a caregiver, her family said. Um, when the guy was questioned by the detective, he, re- he referred to cemeteries as holy sites and shopping centers. He considers the cemetery shopping centers. We didn't say that. He did. <laughs> he complained that the United States is difficult in getting human remains to practice his religion. Hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. Well, they, they've been, it says four counts each of disturbing graves and abuse of a dead body and one count each of disturbing the contents. So it'll be 
sometime yeah. before two more they Florida, do that again. Yeah, two more Florida men ain't getting out for a while. We're going from that to self-injection. Uh, no, I don't want notifications. <laughs> a man has injected himself. See, the title of this just says it all. A man has injected himself with magic mushrooms and the fungi grew in his blood, which put him into organ failure. Poor guy didn't get a high. Yeah. Don't don't, don't sh- stick stuff in your blood. Just don't do it. The man apparently does have bipolar disorder and injected himself uh, with a psychedelic uh, mushroom in a failed attempt at a trip. Uh, the mushrooms grew in the man's bloodstream and caused him to go into organ failure, for which he is being treated uh, with long-term use of antifungals and antibiotics. Uh, he apparently had read about the potential for uh, psilocybin, the drug found in mushrooms, uh, for treating depression and anxiety. So he did a lot of research, what however research he thought was research, apparently, um, and found that, you know, hey, this this works for uh, people who don't really, who aren't, uh, you know, having good good luck with antidepressants. But it's not supposed to be injected into you. Yeah, don't don't do it. Uh, you're supposed to eat them or ground them into powder. Uh, or put them in your uh, stir fry. He, this man, uh, boiled the mushrooms. Oh, in the study that he read, the man had boiled mushrooms in water, filtered the liquid through a cotton swab, and then injected the substance into his bloodstream. A couple days later, he was super tired, vomiting blood, and developing jaundice. Uh, he apparently he wasn't giving any incoherent, any coherent interview answers to the doctors. They found he had liver he had uh, liver failure. His kidneys just stopped working, and organ fail. And plus, he started to go into organ failure. Uh, the mushrooms, which as they are, survive in dark spaces, started growing inside his bloodstream. So yeah, it's good to know that mushrooms grow in dark places. The inside of your body should not be one of those dark places. Yeah, but that kind of leads into the next story. Dark places, body parts, Australia can kill you pretty much sums up this next story um we all know pretty much everything in australia will kill you um we've seen the videos of the kangaroos just ducking people but this one here this poor guy spider bites australian man on penis again can we say this again um i don't know how but again uh let's see a 21-year-old Australian tradesman has been bitten by a venomous spider on his penis for a second time. The man was using a portable toilet on a city building site on Tuesday when he had suffered a repeat of the incident five months ago. You think he would learn? Um, this is why females hover. You, you don't sit. You just... Yeah. Um... 
Jordan, who uh, preferred not to reveal his surname, said he was bitten on a pretty much the same spot by the spider. <laughs> so they did not remove the spider. I'm the most unlucky guy in the country at, at the moment. I was sitting on the toilet doing my business and just felt the sting that I felt the first time. I was like, I can't believe it happened again. I look down and I see a few little legs coming from under the rim. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put my junk in the hole. I'm, I'm sorry. I, yeah, no. He said that he, that being bitten the first time had made him wary of using portable toilets. After the first time it happened, he didn't really want to use one again. Well, I don't think anybody would. Toilets, toilets got cleaned that day and I thought it was my opportunity to go use one. He had a look under the seats, and then I sat down, did my business. Next thing you know, I bit down over in pain. He says, I'll be on hold. I'll be holding on. Um, the tradesman said he was not sure what type of spider bit him this time. One of his colleagues t- uh, took him to the work site in the northwest city to um, Blacktown Hospital, although many of the workmates were quick to see the light lighter side of the situation they got me worried the first time this time they were making jokes because before i was getting in the car the hospital declined to discuss the matter citing patient privacy <laughs> um he was released from the hospital and said he he expected to return to work soon but was unlikely to be using the on-site toilet I think I'll be holding on, holding on for dear life, to be honest. The red back spider, closely related to the black widow spider, yeah, is distinguished by a long red stripe on its um, abdomen. It bite causes severe pain, swelling, and nausea. Yeah, that would suck to have your dick bit. Again. Again. So basically, same place, too. Yeah, same place. So basically... By the time he was healed, all the swelling went down. He got bit again. Poor guy. So, don't inject stuff in your body. Be super careful where you stick your dick. Because you don't know what's going to bite it off. Just just be careful with, with your body parts. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, we're going to end on... Not really a wolf. Yeah. So, the extinct... Giant wolves, uh, known as dire wolves, um, were apparently not wolves. Uh, these th- thousands of these extinct uh, Pleistocene carnivores have been recovered in Los Angeles in the La Brea Tar Pits, and massive uh, and the massive uh, canids have even received you know spotlight in Game of Thrones. But now new studies are showing that dire wolf genetics. Uh, it was found that they were not actually wolves at all, but the last of a lineage of dogs that evolved in North America. Sorry, I'm trying to jump past this ad. Uh, the remains have been found throughout much of the Americas, from Idaho to Bolivia, and La Brea has famous, famously documented how uh, different prey animals uh, in the Lured, uh, the, sorry, this ad just keeps pushing me away. Uh, many Ice Age predators to a sticky death. Uh, 
It had been long assumed that the dire wolves made themselves at home in North America before the gray wolves followed them uh, to followed them from Eurasia. But now uh, DNA is showing that uh, is showing that it's different uh, based in a study in Nature uh, magazine. Uh, it says, for me, it started as a decision to road trip across the U.S. collecting direwolf samples and see what we could get, uh, since no one had managed to get DNA out of direwolf samples at that point. Uh, this archaeologist uh, and writer of the study uh, said, uh, soon other labs started collaborating with them. Uh, and they found that, oh, well, it's kind of hard to tell the difference between a dire wolves and the gray wolf. So, like, one might be a subspecies of another. And then they found out that preliminary genetic analyses showed that dire and gray wolves were not close relatives at all, even though they looked the same. So I'm trying to find an actual, trying to skim through the article here. I think it's really cool. Yeah, is this definitely a study if you're interested in animal genetics to look into? Because there's another one where they're saying, you know, maybe they still exist. Yeah. Because there's been, I mean, have you seen some of the videos of some of the wolves? And they're just like giant, but I don't think people realize how big gray wolves actually are. So then if you go to the dyer, who's even larger, how big they really were. You know, it's like a black bear versus a uh, polar bear. It's a big difference it seems that the reason they look so much alike is basically uh convergent evolution there is such a long lineage between the two you know uh, that you know they're completely different and then once the gray wolves came over into north america and started cohabitating that's they started you know have both having similar ways of life that's why they start looking different start looking the same mm-hmm. well that and have you seen the um the wolf coyotes oh yeah they're they're more eastern and it's the wolves cuz when the wolves were basically extinct in like eastern um ours eastern estates but also eastern canada uh coyotes moved in which we we know that the past what 15 years or so they're everywhere and the coyotes have been packing together instead of pairing like with the wolves because they've taken that slot well wolves are steadily moving in they're mating together and they don't look like either like they're basically becoming their own species they're not quite as large they're bigger than normal coyotes but not quite as large as wolves their head is even a different shape um than than the two it's a it's a complete mix of of wolf and coyote so it kind of acts like both but it's um because you know how coyotes are very cunning very sneaky they they'll be right with you and you wouldn't even really know it but um because you know they'll live right downtown uh they don't need as much space to get food but um that's uh that's another almost i guess a species coming about or the wolves breeding in with domesticated dogs too. That's another one where it's it's almost making their own breed of wolf. Mm-hmm. But this story about the dyer is really cool. So, anything else would you like to add? I don't have anything else to add this week. Yeah, a nice mix of stories. This yeah, week, I think a lot of interesting things and a lot of no nos. 
<laughs> no knows. But but yeah, would you like to go ahead and take us on out or Sure. Uh if you guys got a story you want to let us know about or you've got your own personal story even, uh or you know someone uh you know who's falls in line falls in line with what we talk about here, check out, you know, Check us out uh, on Facebook and send us a message there, or you can email us at tftdpodcast at gmail.com. Again, you can find all the stories we talked about today on our Facebook page with the episode link. You can also find us on the Tangent Bound Network and the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective. And be sure to check out our Public site and pick up a shirt with our logo on it or, you know, Get a mask so you can protect yourself and everyone else. It's going to be a while. <laughs> You're definitely going to need another mask at some point. I would rather almost keep on wearing it personally. Especially when I'm in public. Yeah. But but yeah, I say another good show. Um, everybody stay safe. Keep your eyes, sky, or the ground. We will see you um, next time around. Um, I will talk to you later, Bart. I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Shh. <laughs>